Welcome back, guys, to another roundtable. My name is Adam. With me once again, I have Rusmin. Hello. And Victor. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. And today, we're going to talk about Alphabet or Google. All right. So I think um, Google is one of my favorite companies of all time. Do you guys remember a time before Google? Because you guys are younger than me. Um, <laughs> Yahoo Messenger. Yahoo Messenger. <laughs> was Google around? Yeah. I think Google was already around. Mm, not yeah, it was already around. It was, it was it started around. Around. I yeah. think my time is what some something Vista or something like Alta this. Alta Vista. Uh, Alta Vista. No, before yeah. that was uh, IRC. IRC. Yeah, I know, yeah, but yeah. Uh, I mean, okay, <laughs> I, I, I can see you're chatting a lot on the internet, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know to who. But I remember a time when Google wasn't real. It wasn't available, and yeah. I was searching on Hotbot. Alta Vista, Lycos, if those of you who are old enough, yeah. like me, you remember those days and it's kind of hit or miss, you know, what you could find on the internet. It was kind of like a wild west in a sense. Yep. Mm. And then when Google came along, everything was kind of like just organized so nicely in one place. You mm. could find mm. everything yeah. that you wanted. And from then, then on, Google has become so many things. I mean, I use Google almost on a daily basis. I use YouTube, Gmail, uh, Maps. Maps. Yeah, Maps yeah, as well. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's definitely one of my favorite uh, companies. Yeah. I only yep. realized it when I go to China, China for holiday and I realized that, hey, I can't access Google. <laughs> <laughs> was, it, was it, you didn't expect it. You, you I forgot didn't expect it. it. Yeah. You forgot I, about I, it. I right? wasn't prepared, you know, <laughs> that I, or I didn't know many years ago back then that um, uh, China actually blocked the access for Google, right? Yeah. So uh, that was when, after I came back, I realized that Google is such an important, uh, you know, company is part of my life and I started to research on it and of course, uh, you know, today we own Google Share. <laughs> yeah, so for yeah. me, I think Google is one of the, like, this is my favorite because I've seen it, seen it, like come up and then grow into this giant that okay. it is today. Yeah. And it's something that I just used almost every day. Well, yep. Actually, every day. All right. So today we're going to talk about, I mean, Google as a company, Reno is a great company, but how do you invest in it? How do you track it, monitor it as an investor? Because as, as you know, as an investor, you need to know what you're buying, you know, yeah. how the business works, how it makes its money, what are its risks. And the best way to basically track a company is through its quarterly reports, right? Yeah. yeah, every three months, like Google or any other company will release a statement about how it's performing. Yeah. And if you take a look at its press release, uh, it's about 10 pages. If you take a look at its 10Q, it's about 50 pages. If you're not familiar with this, it can get a little bit intimidating. All the numbers, all these figures, all these ratios, all these words, and you're like, what does, what does it mean? All right. <laughs> so at this round table, we want to tell you exactly what you want to look at when you're analyzing and following Google and what you need to look out for. Yeah. All right. yep. yeah. Whether you are new investors or you are existing investors of Google or you are planning or have not bought Google Share, I think this is something that you guys, everyone have to really, you know, uh, read and then learn more about uh, Alphabet. Okay, so the quarterly uh, result is one of the best places and the way to find it is of course you can just Google it mm -hmm. uh, yep. and just type <laughs> Alphabet inve Investor Relation and it will just bring you to the page where it has all the information that you need as an investor, right? So, uh, so under this uh, investor relation page, uh, you of course you can find the press release, the webcast, the transcript that Adam actually uh, mentioned, uh, and we also be talking some of them later on. Okay, so from here you can just uh, you know to find their quarterly result, you can just go to their press release. They can you get, you get to see, uh, like Adam said, you know there are a lot of information that you need to go through. So you need to know what are the things they need to go through, right? So the first thing that as an investor, you know, you, we usually assess is uh, just looking at their revenue, right? So this is how much sales that they have gotten in that quarter, okay? Mm -hmm. and so usually they have a quarter uh, result and sometimes they also do have a full result if it's towards their financial year, okay? So, uh, and how do you see it? Uh, obviously, we just look at the number itself, it's, it's huge, right? For Google, you're looking at about, I think, uh, for full year result of uh, 2021, you're looking at about 250, Eight billions, right? Which yeah. is a huge amount. 
So, but that number itself doesn't make sense if you just look at absolute figure. You need to compare on a year to year uh, basis. So, if I think you look at the Google financial highlights, I think they already pointed out to you that on a year to year basis, they have grown by 41% as compared to the full year of 2020. That's crazy. To me, Google <laughs> Alphabet is such a big company and yeah. it's still growing at 40% yes. in one year. I mean, a little bit, I, th- I think a little bit of that was because of a COVID, COVID overhang. Yes. And then there was a boost after that. Yeah. But 40%. For a company this size, is <laughs> it's amazing. Well, in the past, before the creation of te- uh, techs, you know, all this uh, alpha, alphabet, you know, yeah. Facebook and all that, you know, the growth of such a gigantic company typically they slow down to a single digit, right? Yeah. But nowadays, tech can still, even though they are the biggest companies in the world, they can still grow at 30, 40%. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. So the first yeah. thing you look at is basically revenue growth because yep. you want to see yes. that this company is still growing yeah that's what investing is basically about in a sense you want to invest in assets that are still growing Growing. yes all right so that's revenue growth uh basically that's the first thing you you look out for and of course you want a context of that how is it growing compared to previous years and quarters as well yep yeah of course uh, if you can see some 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 years if you compare on a quarter quarter basis the growth may be faster some quarter may be slower i think you don't generally don't panic because of that right it's seasonal sometimes it's it's seasonal seasonal so typically i like to look at their full year result and uh, you know and of course you have to bring in the long-term runway for this company right so you believe that digital advertising is the way to go uh, and then the company still have relatively long runways of course you can expect some volatility there but over the long run it should continue to go up yeah. yeah, and when it comes to growth, they, they will also. It's important to understand where the growth is coming from. Yes. and if the growth has slowed down, you also want to understand what has happened. Yes, that has caused that growth to slow down. Mm. So usually the management will tell you as well, and you need to make a decision whether this is something that's, you know, going to threaten the company f- long term or it's a temporary thing. Okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So basically, is it structural or is it the temporary yeah. issue? Right. So this is again a judgment call at the end of the day. Yeah, you get it's something that you get better at as you. You know, analyze companies. Yep, and, yep, yep. You know, you get familiar. All right, so that's the first thing we look, look out for. I think it's quite basic. Everything looks. Everyone looks for growth in that sense. What is the next thing? Next thing I think is you must look for the segmental breakdown of their revenue. Yep. Right. You need to understand, uh, what each segment of the revenue uh, is contr- uh, which each segment of the business is contributed to the revenue. Right. So mm-hmm. if you look into the, uh, their their figures over there, they have your Google search and others, which is your basically your your Google search, your Google map, your Gmail, your Google play, your YouTube ads, very obvious, uh, is your YouTube, yeah, right? YouTube which now is spending a lot of ads <laughs> now. Ads now. Okay, yeah. your Google network is basically, uh, if you go to any website, you know, you, you, you see there's a Google link, right? Uh, if you click on it, the that's the Google network, right? Yep. Where they will share with the uh, blog or so website like player. Third party, third party yeah. yeah. So that's all your advertising revenue. Then they have Google others, which is basically your YouTube premium, your subscription, uh, their their mobile phone. Mm. I think it's Pixel, is it? Yeah, Pixel. Pixel. Yeah. 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 All the hardwares. Yeah. Yeah. Then you have your Google Cloud, which is uh, the up and coming business that's growing, and the other bets. Yep. This is what we call them. Yeah, moonshot. The where moonshots, they yeah. they bet very small amount. Okay, it's it's not really small. Small but to for them, for, for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But but they then they bet that you become one of the big business. Yeah. That's yeah. that's what happened to. I think Gmail was one of them. Or okay. something it was very small and eventually I, I can't remember about that one yeah. yeah but Google has many moonshots yeah, yeah. one of them is uh, Waymo yeah yeah Waymo yeah. Uh, automotive yeah. Uh, autonomous, uh, autonomous driving, driving yes. yeah so if you were to look at uh, the advertising you need to see how much each of the segments con- contributing so advertising contributes about 81.3% yeah. of the total revenue whereas uh, the cloud is about 7.4% and others which is the rest of the Google others and 
and other bets, right, it's about 11.1%. So by looking at this, right, if you look at this segment, right, you want to know which of these segments is actually the growing one. So mm-hmm. if you if I were to lump up the others and the advertising together, right, uh, their growth from 2018 to 2021 is about 22.09% mm-hmm. growth, right? But if you were to look at cloud, right, cloud growth from 2018 to 2021 is about 49.04%. Mm. So the cloud is actually growing very, very fast. Uh, but it's it came it came from a very low base, yeah. right? But it's growing very fast because moving forward, a lot of things are going to be on on the cloud, right? So that's that's one thing we want to look at. So we know we know that there's really a growth driver in Google, which is the cloud. But then when we look at the operating profit of the cloud, uh, I think it's still losing money yes. at this moment. Yeah. But it's it's narrowing at is the the figure is narrowing the losses right. are narrowing yeah correct yeah, yeah. so again uh, then of course you want to look at the segment uh, op- operating uh, result right which yep. is the operating income from the segment that Victor just mentioned so if you look at uh, I think Alphabet uh, their Google services uh, actually which is mostly the advertising uh, actually bringing the bulk of the operating income yep. okay so and the rest of the other segments like Google Cloud even though it's growing very fast uh, they are still loss making and then you have other bets, uh, of course, other corporate uh, costs and all that, right? So I think uh, basically Google is still mostly an advertising company. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that that is something where I think we need to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, the cloud is a long term play over the long run. I I expect it to start to perform. Mm-hmm. Uh, start to bring in just like how AWS uh, contributed to the Amazon bottom line. Yeah, yeah. I think the Google or Alphabet CEO has already said that um, they expect. Google Cloud to be profitable in the future, but at this point, they're just still growing the business. And as you pointed out, Victor, I mean, it's yep. growing very fast. Yep. yep. Uh, and it's already number three in the world, Correct. the third largest yeah. uh, cloud provider already. And so it's yeah. big. Yep. Uh, so I think it's important to understand where the segments, you know, the business segments, because then you know which one is important, yes. which one is crucial to the company. So in this sense, advertising is still very, very critical to yeah. Alphabet yes. because that's where most of the revenue is coming from, which is where most of the profit is coming from. It's basically yeah. funding every other thing. Yeah. So if you add up all the you know, segmental profit from all this division, that will actually add up to your operating income. Okay. And it's also a figure where uh, you, you usually is highlighted under your, your press release and then you can look at it as you know, operating income. Is it growing on a year-to-year basis similar on how you actually measure their revenue, right? And then you can calculate your operating margin, which I think Alphabet has done for you. Uh, so that's something where I think as an investor, you really need to take all this uh, into account. Yeah. All right. yeah. So understand the different segments within a company because a company isn't just one monolith, one big thing. Yep. Yes. There are many different yeah. parts and each part has very different business models. So advertising is very different from the cloud business. So it pays, a, it pays a, a, you know, it makes sense to pay attention to these diff- different things as well. Yeah. All right, yeah. so let's move on to the next thing that we look out for uh, in Alphabet's uh, press release, which is uh, traffic acquisition costs. Yep. All right, so this one is something that uh, not many people actually may pick up, but this is something that the management actually points out that they want investors to know about. So when it comes to um, Google, we know it's an, basically an advertising business. Yep. Right? People come to its traffic. Uh, I mean, all this traffic comes to its websites you know, uh, from everywhere around the world. And sometimes we will click on ads and that's how they make $258 billion a year, yeah. right? In ads, basically, <laughs> entirely. Almost, I mean, almost all of it, not, not all of it, yeah. but the majority of it. All right, so, but the thing is, this traffic doesn't come for free, you know? Yeah, I mean, for us, maybe we just go to uh, Google and it's kind of like free traffic for them. Yep. Yeah. But like you said, the third-party advertisers, Correct. Google has to pay a cut for that. Yeah. And for example, if you whip out your iPhone, I'm going to get my iPhone here. 
So if you whip, whip it up, um, you know, and you use Google on this thing. Yep. Uh, yeah. It's a f- it's the Safari, I think. The, Safari, the Safari, Safari default is, is Google. Google. Yeah, correct, and Google yeah. has to pay billions for that privilege. Yes. Apple yep. is not going to give it for free. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I think I think it was 15 billion in 2021. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just for one year. Google has to pay 15 billion yep. uh, just to be the default uh, br- uh, search on the browser in Safari. Yep. Yep. So all that is actually traffic acquisition costs that Google has to pay. And um, basically, Google will give you a ratio of how much they're paying in costs to generate the same amount of revenue in advertising uh, yes. revenue. All right. So I think you have a chart over there. Yeah. So how. in 2008, uh, their, their traffic acquisition cost rate is about 28.1%. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's, tr- it's trending on a downtrend. So right now it's about 21.8%. So for every uh, dollar, right, they have to pay 21.8 cents. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So basically, what you want to see is basically it's coming down. Coming down. Yeah. yeah. Or maintaining. Or maintaining. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. It goes to zero. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that's possible. It's impossible. Yeah. Yeah. But what we want to see is that, of course, for every dollar that they're making, they're not, yeah. you yeah. know, spending yeah. so, more. But than that. actually, the trending down is just showing a lot of uh, economies of scale that I think Google is actually achieving, and they are getting a lot more efficient. Yep. In terms of uh, probably the advertisers are getting more result based on their AIs, you know, all this uh, machine learning yeah. stuff. Right, so and and also maybe they are possible that they are generating more revenue outside of all these yeah. third party players and all this because you can see that their re- their revenue actually literally in terms of advertising revenue literally uh grow growing on an uptrend uh. yeah yeah yep so this is one thing you want to watch out for as well so what's the next thing that you look out for in the press release um yeah so the after the uh you know looking at all these uh, key metrics of course you have this uh, operating income which i mentioned earlier on uh you, of course if you look through down the lines again uh google will actually report that they have other income or expenses yep right so this other income expenses uh generally you don't know what is it because if you look at the item itself is a single item right so you need to go to the footnotes and then see the breakdown right so if you look at the footnotes uh breakdown I think you can uh, pretty much see that they have uh, a lot of uh, one-off items, uh, the gain on the debt securities uh, and the gains on the equity securities, basically they are marketable securities. The investment that they have, they need to mark to the market. Some, some years, some quarter, they may have fair value gain. Some years, they may have fair value losses, right? So yep. they also there's a product currency gains uh, here and there, right? Yep. So as an investor, I think all these numbers can be quite lumpy, depending where you know, the, whether the markets are going up or down. And sometimes the amount could be a big gain if it's a boom market. Yes. It could be a big loss something during the bear yep. market, right? So I think you just want to exclude the items out because these are the items that, you know, paper gain or mm-hmm. paper loss, right? And typically they are one-off in nature. So yep. you want to actually remove it out. Yeah, yeah because I, I think... Uh, because of all these items, I think the, the, the profit of Google is looks quite not so stable. It right? looks lumpy, yeah? Yeah, it, it looks, looks lumpy, lumpy right? Yeah. But I, I have actually adjusted the, uh, took out all these other incomes and the one-off European fines and all this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see that actually they are, their net profit is generally on the uptrend. Except for 2017, if you look at the chart that I'm seeing right now, right? In 2017, you can, you can see a dip, mm-hmm. right? So, so, Sometimes when you, 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 you remove all these other items, right, and you still see a dip, right, you need to go and understand, like, why is it dipping, you know, mm-hmm. right? So I went to look at 2017, and I realized that in 2017, uh, there's this uh, Trump tax reform plan, yep. right? Yeah. So there's a very, very high uh, effective tax rate in that particular year in 2017. So I have the chart here. So the effective tax rate of 
Alphabet before 2017, right, is ranged between 16.8% to all the way to 27.8%. But in 2017, right, the effective tax rate was 53.4%. Mm-hmm. So that is also a one-off item that you have to adjust. Yeah, I think the reason for that is because yeah. they, they could repatriate uh, some of the foreign uh, cash. Yeah. Yeah. cash back to the US. So the Trump, uh, basically a Trump tax act basically allowed that for, you know, a one-off tax yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what happened in 2017. Yeah, correct. So if you if I were to adjust that for Alphabet's profit in 2017 with the charge just now you saw it, right? Yeah. Uh, it should be on a straight line upwards. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Okay, and of course your adjusted number uh, also adjusted for uh, commission fine, European commission yep, yep. fine, which Alphabet has been fined, I think in the year of 2017 to 2019, quite a substantial amount. Uh, and those are generally one-off items and yeah. you want yep. to actually exclude that out. Yeah, yeah. Well, but you could get fined again and again, though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, every every government trying. It could to happen. Do it could happen. Yeah. But basically, you still want to remove these things because they are one-off, non-operating. They're non-operating. Yeah. They actually, expenses. I think the yeah. it's important to know these things because they don't really f- affect the main core operating right. business the performance of Google as a whole is still growing nicely right yeah. whether, regardless of the fine I know the fines are bad yeah. uh, but you know like whether the gain, there's a gain or loss on securities whether there's an increase in tax yes. mm. all these things don't really affect the operations of Google yeah. they're yeah. still going nicely yeah. Yeah. yeah so these are things that you need to strip out and you need to uh, you know adjust your net profit yep. like how Victor has done as well yeah but if you do not adjust I think there's another way that it's been have right yeah so I think if you uh, do, do not want you want to find the laziest way right so <laughs> where op- the cash flow statement will then comes in very handy uh, typically cash flow statement will adjust for your uh, adjust off all your paper gain paper losses because uh, usually cash flow statement only reflects the actual cash inflow and outflow into the company right so if you look at the uh, alphabet uh, I think the net uh, cash flow from the operating activities uh, for the financial year end 2021 is around 90 Two billion, right? So they, that it will be the actual amount that actually Alphabet uh, receive, you know, uh, after running the whole business for that year, okay. And of course, this amount is just the cash that they receive running the operation yep. itself, right? And they have not like reinvest the amount, okay. So if you go down the below the items that uh, you have your investing activities, that uh, this is where Google need to continue to reinvest back into the business, uh, and they probably may have to pouring more money and this is what we call it as uh, capex or capital expenditure and typically they call it purchase of property uh, plant equipment right so, so new the, data centers yes new yeah. so in the like case that. of uh, you know Google it could be uh, software yeah. development and all that right and of course uh, yeah so that amount if you uh, no, I, I like typically like to look at their operating cash flow because that reflects on the uh, actual yep. uh, health of the business because a company w- can report a lot of uh, healthy profit, growing profit, but yep. if they don't receive the actual cash and all of them are actually owed to the owed by the you know, your customers and yeah. then at the end of the day they don't pay back yep. or they delay the payment to uh, many years down the road, okay, it typically may cause the company to liquidation issue, right? So yep. liquidity issue. So that is something where you need to pay special attention to, right? So for Alphabet case, I think you can look at it from the free cash flow uh, point of view. So you take your operating cash flow, you minus off your purchase of property plant and equipment, uh, then that is where you get your free cash flow. Okay, mm-hmm. So this free cash flow is something where uh, it allows uh, Alphabet to do whatever that they want. Okay, Either buy back shares or pay out as a dividends. 
or they can simply sit on it as a cash and then they reinvest it uh, in, in, in marketable securities for that sense, right? So uh, why I look at this number also mainly because uh, Alphabet is probably one of those uh, companies that are very strong companies that are able to generate a lot of free cash flow that is more than what they uh, reported in terms of our net income, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, but when I say net income, I'm basically referring to the adjustable, uh, adjusted income where yep. you know you remove their their paper gain and all that right okay. so uh, and that actually shows you that this company is uh, asset light in nature and they don't need to reinvest so much money back into all those uh, you know plant, plant uh, or land you know, be, to continue to run the business or grow the business yeah so yep. I think Google is one of those companies that just generate tons of cash yeah yes. and on a very consistent basis as well so if you take a look at their cash flow chart it's very stable. It's just a straight line. It's upwards. a straight line yeah. upwards. You don't need to go and adjust like and anything. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is this is a tremendous thing about yeah. Alphabet. Even in 2017, it's a straight line up. It's a, it's yeah. just one of those yeah. things. So it's like yeah. I know the net profit is a bit lumpy. Yeah. Uh, and then you, I mean, that's what happens usually when you look at a company. Net profit is a bit you know up and down yep. because of certain things. And then you look at the cash flow. Sometimes the cash flow, especially free cash flow, can be a bit. Yeah. Jerky as well Jerky, because, yes. because of investments in one particular yeah. year. You buy yes. a new office building, so your cash flow can be a bit jumpy sometimes yeah. but in terms of for Alphabet it's just like shoo, Boom. It's yes, just, yeah. so it's a super it's a yeah. super way to have a look at how yeah. Google yeah. is performing so this is one of the typical example where you have a tip top yeah. companies right yeah. so that's why they're classified under FANG yep. as per se and yeah so this is where I think the metrics that I find it the most valuable out of the numbers that we have talked so far of course uh, you can also go and look at their balance sheet you know because this is also one of those companies where they have a very fortress like balance sheet you know uh in if you look at the cash and the marketable securities they have and also non-marketable security because they are investment uh of the total asset almost half of the amount actually is made out of cash and their securities right yeah. so yep. so this company have very little debt you know? so it's financially very very strong yeah yeah it's always like even during COVID, no problem no you problem. know they will survive yeah. and yep. you know. there's a depression for the next uh, Five years, Five years yeah. yeah. I think no, no issue problem. For that. Yeah, they will survive. <laughs> they will survive. Yeah. This yeah. one, this uh, I think we give very good example. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, this is, this is something. It's like a perfect company. Almost, it's one of the best yeah. companies yeah. out there, and yeah. I think is it's great place to start if yeah. you're still new because I think this is a company that you use on a daily basis as well. You understand it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So it's a great place to start if you're still a beginner. But yeah, it's a great company and it, when it comes down to the performance and the financial, the financials and everything, it's just, it's just uh, yeah. tremendous. Yep. Yeah. All right. So what is the last thing you will look at? I think the last thing we look at is uh, we always read the earning cost transcript, mm -hmm. right? So so every quarter there's going to be earning cost for all those uh, listed company in the US, right? And and usually because U.S. market is very big, they actually trans transcript, you know, mm -hmm. transcribe the 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 thing all in words. So you literally don't need to hear the the whole one hour, two hour earnings call, and you you just can read the transcript and get some you know golden nuggets from there and all this, right? Okay, but the the, the thing about reading transcript is that uh, the good thing is that you will get a lot of insights from reading transcript. Uh, the bad thing is that you you have to learn how to read the management. Right, mm -hmm. so so if if you are first time reading a transcript, my take is don't trust the management too much because you don't you don't you don't know what what's the character of the management, right? Because you are still unfamiliar, with unfamiliar them. person, right? Okay. So if you if you have tracked the person for uh maybe uh maybe eight 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 transcript eight quarters, right, mm -hmm. and you realize that whatever this person say, 
the management fulfill. Mm-hmm. Overachieve sometimes. Over, over sometimes. Or yeah. overachieve. Uh, yeah. Then you can trust whatever they say in the okay. transcript, right? Okay. But if your management, you know, every time tell you this, but they do another thing, right? And they always uh, overpromise, underdeliver. Then probably every time when your the management try to say something, sell you a dream, I think you can take it as a joke, man. Oh, you take it a pinch of salt. Yeah, I'll take it as a pinch, <laughs> pinch of salt. Yeah. 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 So I think yeah. I think transcripts are a great way to basically learn about a company. Yeah. Because yeah. when you read the press release and the thank you, thank you, it's it's very dry. Yep. Lots of numbers. It's and very figures. standard. It's very know? standard. Yeah. But when yeah. it comes to the earnings call transcripts, it kind of like. It's kind of like a podcast, basically. Yep. It's a podcast of yeah. what's happening yeah. with yeah. the company in the last three months, what's the outlook and everything. And if you listen to three, four, five, six, seven, eight of them over a period of time, you kind of get just familiar with this company and what's been yep. happening. You know, and you just kind of oh yes, I know. You know, you close your eyes. I know Google. You know, yeah. I know Kung Fu kind of thing. In fact, <laughs> <a> lot, <laughs> you know, in fact, a lot of news uh, sources that actually took all those uh, news from the transcript yep. and yeah. then they would just rewrite it into a news article yeah. that all of us read every day, right? Yeah. 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 So you can read it or, yep. you know, if you don't have the, some people don't like to read, you can yeah. actually just listen to the thing during your gap time because they provide the audio as well. And I think I actually like to listen to the audio if I have the time because I think it's a great way to just kind of like absorb the information. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but if you don't have the time, you can just scroll and read the thing as well because yep. that's yeah. a lot faster sometimes. I usually read. Yeah, reading. I mean, reading yeah. is a lot faster. Yeah. 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 But, you know, it's up to you. People learn differently. But I think that's a great way to basically just get familiar with any company Go the earnings call transcript. I think that's a that's a great way. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I think that's pretty much it, right, guys? Yep. Yeah. 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 So I mean, this is not the exhaustive li- list of how you basically analyze <laughs> Google. There's so many other things. There's really a lot of uh, you know, like you say, financial footnotes. Yep. Uh, things in the 10Q, 10K. Uh, but if you're going to zoom in on these are the things that we actually zoom in on, on ourselves. Uh, yeah, on yeah. A, I mean, this is assuming that you are already familiar with uh, Google Business, yeah. right? Because uh, before you even zoom into all this, you need to really have a good understanding of what Alphabet is all about, understand how they make money. And then, of course, uh, uh, this is also a business where in the downtime, when advertiser may actually pull back, so you expect certain uh, lumpiness there, all right? Of course, in the circular, over the long run, you should continue. The new high will be higher, right? So uh, this all this will again tie together so that's why it's always good to uh, uh, read their their past 10 case you know yeah. uh, and then just have a good sense of what they've gone through during the good time and bad time yeah, yeah. Yep. so I think if you're still like you said if you're new take your time to learn about a company go read yeah. the annual reports uh, but I think you know this is a great way to basically get up to speed you know when it comes to, when it comes to you know analyzing a company like Google and of course um, every company is different you can't just take what we you know, <laughs> you know yeah. talked about yep. today and apply it to another company like Facebook because every company has their own metrics and their own you know param- param- uh, parameters, parameters yeah. yep. uh, to what makes them uh, perform well yeah, yeah. so you got to we got to cover different companies in different in different in different ways all right so i hope you know if you've been following Google for some time you're still like kind of like taken aback by all the press releases and the quality reports. I hope this one really helped you out. And of course, if you want to read more about this, you can go to our website at fifthperson.com. We have an article about uh, this exact thing that we're talking about as well. And you can go read about it. We have provided links as well. You can go and read about how you can basically uh, analyze Google as an investor. All right. So 
I think this is pretty much it for this roundtable. Yep. All right. So I think this was a pretty good summary. So thank you. My name is once again Adam. That is Rusmin. Yep. That is Victor. Thank you. And thank you. Yeah. Yep. If you need more information, just Google it. Yeah, just Google it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Google is amazing. Yeah. All right. So thank you so much for joining us at this roundtable. Any questions about Google, of course, feel free to put them in the comment section. If you like this roundtable, please hit the like button. Tell us we're doing a great job. And of course, subscribe to our channel. Many roundtables coming up as well. So we hope to see you around again. 